guys, and welcome to the next episode of The Romaniac Show, episode 11 already. I think so. Yes. yes. And we have the next guest. Um, but before that, we just want to mention for the people who don't know us yet, mm -hmm. we are Romaniac. We moved to Romania for our medical studies. Yes. And we are living here for four years, exploring the countries, uh, having our adventures here and sharing it on YouTube. Yes, and now we have a lovely guest with us in the studio today. We have the wonderful Mr. Ramos Popovic. Am I saying your name right? Yeah, very well, actually. Thank you. Thank you very much. He is one of two uh, partners at RRP Bucharest, right? R&R Partner Bucharest. R&R Partners Bucharest. And you guys specialize in commercial law. And immigration. Immigration law, data protection law as well. Indeed. Yep, and uh, we're, we're very happy to have you on the guest today yeah. um, because we are very interested in a lot of things that we're going to discuss. <laughs> yes, and yes. I'm sure the people at home as well can learn a lot yes. uh, from you. So yeah. I guess yeah. we'll get started. So basically you are lawyers on YouTube. You make videos yes. uh, about the different things that people want to know about when they would come to Romania. Um, we specialize on expats. So yeah. basically when somebody wants to come to Romania, We kind of help them, even if they are EU or non-EU, mm -hmm. to start a business to understand taxes in Romania, which from in 2022, it was okay, f starting with 2023. Yeah, yeah. They're going to change, and there's there's quite a lot, and you need to understand, mm -hmm. and you need to make some rough calculations. Yeah. There's VAT, and at the end of the day, you might have a company, but, for example, you need you need to run it or you want to run it and you need to come to Romania. Yeah. And things get complicated. You have on one side the trade registry, on one side the immigration office, uh, the Romanian embassies and everything you m must mix and match yeah. in order for everything to click. Yes. We know of we some know, of those yeah. struggles. Yeah, because uh, as some people know, we have our self-agency here next to the YouTube channel and the studies. Yeah. And in the beginning, just to tell you, it was a real struggle for it us. It really to, was. To figure it out, it was insane. Yeah. yeah. We were up and down all over Bucharest, running about, oh, you need this, oh, you need this paper, oh, you need this, you need to register yourself here. It was a nightmare. Yeah. And, But you, and you never know if it's really, if this is the thing right now. That exactly, yeah. exactly. So it's great that there are people out there like you guys who explain it, who help the people. Yeah, let's, let's get into the first topic. I would love, as you just mentioned, You talk, you, you talk a lot about companies on your YouTube and you have a lot of expats who watch your videos. How is like the, the market here for bringing a business or opening a business as a foreigner in Romania? Depends. If you have a company abroad and you want to bring it to Romania, you, you have the option either to open a business here independently and usually that's the easiest way to go around it. Because if you open a subsidiary or you open a point of work or some sort of, uh, how to call it? It's like a, uh, an auto dealership. We call it representanza in okay. Romanian. Okay, yeah. But it has another, technically, it's another thing in its mm -hmm. own. Most of the clients or anybody who is coming to Romania has a company outside mm -hmm. of Romania, mm -hmm. and either that company opens a Romanian entity mm -hmm. because they want to go uh, to get the dividends through their um, company from abroad, or they open a secondary company on their own name. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. So from here, you need to speak, uh, to speak about taxes, to understand the tax system, to understand if something is okay for you and why you want the company. The company is a vehicle in its own. Mm -hmm. Some want the company just to buy apartment, make investments in Romania because mm -hmm. we have clients coming and saying, oh, the real estate marketing here is very good. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the reason why they come and start a business here. Yes, because you as an expat, I mean, uh, David, I know you can purchase land and buildings, but uh, now with Brexit... I can't. You can't. No. So the business must. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. I okay, understand. so you can. I can. <laughs> I can now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, something like... So non-EU nationals can't buy land here. That's the thing. No, they cannot buy land, but they can buy uh, buildings. So yeah. 
but the problem is uh, you buy the building but the if the owner owns the land you don't have the land and if he owns the land he needs to pay the taxes mm-hmm. and when you want to sell uh, the building he must come to sell the land with you so basically there are around two three ways that i see everything going either you have a romanian who owns the land or you have your own company which owns just the land and you own the um, construction or you have the business which owns the land and the construction, and the construction. Okay, okay okay so most people so there are also people who just come and have a representative like a romanian person they trust and they just do it on their name or is that exactly what people now try to to let's say go around by just finding a, like, like let's say it's a virtual business it's just they just find it to 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 enter the real estate market I don't know if they have a representative. I cannot own, for example, land and buildings for you on your mm. behalf. Mm, you cannot go around that. You need mm. the business. The only way I would see it would be something like if you have a, a, a Romanian wife and yeah. you're an yeah. expat yeah. Okay. and you buy the building and the land and oh, you no, say no, that yeah. the land is just your wife's and you do not own the land yeah that's what i meant actually yeah people may do that what i'm confused about is that this this is such a huge loophole you know it's so yeah. such a cool thing that you can you can bypass the fact that you're not an eu national and just buy a, or create a company in romania and then buy the land are there any stipulations on that company does that company need to be holding a certain revenue a year no nothing no, i think the only the, the, the downside is in the end it's the company's one so if you whatever you earn whatever you have to pay tax then in the end for it technically the taxes on the company are a bit higher yeah so when you are buying land as a natural person you pay less in tax mm-hmm. uh, we there is a big debate now with the taxes on real estate that they want to uh, um raise the tax they want to raise the taxes because mm-hmm. we pay something like i don't know for an apartment 100 run 200 run that's like 50 euro or yeah. around there 25 to 30. uh but when you own it as a company there are two ways you own it uh in for business purposes and if you own it in for business purposes then you have uh higher taxes they are go- going up 30 times around or at least 10 times so if you're mm-hmm. usually going to pay 30 euro you can go and pay i don't know even 500 mm-hmm. euro mm-hmm. wow wow okay <laughs> so that's another yeah. way that the romanian yeah. state makes a, a bit of money yeah and then there is the real estate that you own on the company but you use it for uh renting to natural persons so mm-hmm. that has also another way of being owned and taxed but it's not taxed so high not taxed so low it's something in the middle yeah so that will kind of be the business if i wanted to have some property here that's how i would do it you have the business now you just need to buy <laughs> but is is the property market here in romania is it is yeah it how, booming? how would how would you describe as a romanian because we yeah. we have always some some kind of everyone is talking a bit about it from the people coming from outside yeah all of us like we realize we see the prices and there are lots of people actually buying apartments for the studies mm-hmm. a lot they buy it because in romania it's also not taxed uh, more if you sell it earlier is it you can buy it in a few like i could buy the apartment live there for like f- six years and then just sell it without yes yeah because like in germany you have to pay higher taxes if you sell it below 10 years so they want to actually avoid that people buy something and make something better out of it directly sell it more expensive yeah what we have in romania is vat uh you mm-hmm. have it in germany also yeah, yeah. but the vat is like a pain that you need to manage it <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. yeah uh, the problem with the vat and bu- buying real estate would be for example if you buy two or three apartments mm-hmm. four five and in one year you want to make the exit mm-hmm. the first apartment is going to be okay you're making a transaction everything mm-hmm. seems okay we understand uh you are p- taking all the money you're not a vat registered entity mm-hmm. but when you want to sell the second property in the same year you are paying vat so practically if you bought six apartments from natural persons from me mm-hmm and then you want to sell them in the mm-hmm. same year the second from the second sale if the first sale exceeded 30,000 
60,000 euro, 300,000 run, mm. you'll be taxed with 19%. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so they want to avoid that people really do this, uh, uh, like fix and flip or whatever. They just like, let's say Germans come here, they buy like 500 apartments and then just, okay. Oh. Yeah. You, you have some restrictions. Okay. That's why technically you can do it with a company. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, nobody uh, is telling you that you cannot uh, incorporate six or seven companies, mm -hmm. each company with its own real estate. Yeah. And you sell them all at the same year. And if the companies are not VAT registered, then everything will be fine. Okay. Loopholes for days, man. Yeah. Loopholes <laughs> for days. Yeah. How would you describe then, um, uh, in general, by yourself now, the real estate situation I know in that. Romania? Or let's let's say in Romania in general. Yes. You, could you or would you say just Bucharest is better to describe? I know Bucharest because I live there. Yeah. Then here. Bucharest. How would you describe it? Oh. The real estate situation in Bucharest right now. From my perspective, it's okay. I mean, it's higher than we used to have it. I don't know in 2014, 15. In the last years, last year everything started going up, mm -hmm. but it's not uh, 2008 prices yeah uh, in 2008 we had a client he paid 170,000 euro for a one a studio what what yeah <laughs> yeah okay it was 2008 it was the crisis, the crisis. Oh, okay yeah. And you, yeah so now if you're looking with 170 you can buy a three four bedroom apartment for how much 70 170 170 yeah no. yeah we also i mean those typical student apartments like bedroom living room like let's say two two room apartment but let's say it's a living kitchen you you can buy here like for 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 seven, 70 80 even depends on the areas that you are looking yeah. to buy into for example we have the metro stations the metro ring everybody wants to go there mm -hmm. so if you want near the metro station you're looking at the premium of i don't know then 20% over if something is 70, usually yeah. uh, you are going to pay 80 or 90 for something. Oh, and we have also the old flats that are being converted. Not necessarily. They sell you the flat as is. So it's going to be something in where somebody lived from the 70s or oh, 80s when... Yeah. Romania was not that rich. We are a communist yeah. country. And you find all th kind of things like the tiles are... Uh, it's a f funny story. We, we actually bought our current apartment. It was wrecked. It was like somebody from the 70s lived in it. And the tiles were uh, put there with scotch, uh, with tape. Scotch tape? No yeah. way. Yeah. And the, the what? The tiles were put there with scotch tape. It was falling apart. So you, you, you can find <laughs> this kind of apartments if you're looking on the market yeah. and you need to redo everything. Everything, everything. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And redoing a whole apartment, it will gonna cost you a ton. Five to 10, okay. Depends on how big of an apartment you want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a real adventure, I think. But it's something I would like to do one day, actually. The it fix is. and flip module is something that I really like. I don't know if it, if it works here, but I, I, what I just want to, would like to do here, or maybe we do it as a video, buy like an old trashy apartment and then try to make something nice out of it. Yeah. It would be fun. You'll have a lot of content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Over days and years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. Do you, what do most people who buy, so let's say uh, some of your clients who come from abroad and they start up a company and uh, through that company, they then buy some property. What do they do with the property? What is, what's their business model? Some don't have a business model. They just buy it. And then they rent it out? No. Just to have somewhere to stay? Yeah. They, so we have clients, for example, uh, foreigners which are married with Romanians. Okay. Mm -hmm. So even if they are staying in Dubai or uh, US or something like that, they just come from Dubai or US, look here and say... Oh, uh, three bedrooms, apartment, a hundred thousand, a hundred twenty thousand, a hundred fifty. Oh, in the US, I, I pay a million for that. So here is my money. Give me the keys. Yeah. And they just buy it and leave it there. And they come, I don't know, summers, winters, and they live in it 
it's okay if it makes sense for you mm-hmm. it's okay yeah mm, for investments um we don't have many clients who are making the investments i mean renting it out they are but i am not aware of them yeah it's so it's small amount because they're not here it's a big struggle then to maybe rent it out uh, yeah and you have to manage it you have yeah, exactly. to have a yeah. company maybe the, yeah and in romania it's very funny because the real estate agents uh technically they could do management also mm-hmm. but they don't do they get a lot of money out of the sale purchase mm-hmm. so they're not interested it's more like if you have something to sell they are all over you they want yeah. to represent you because yeah. they take percentages yeah yeah and i don't know they sell the apartment in a month two three months and they take quite a chunk yeah yeah that's the difference that i found like in the uk my dad owned some property and sold a lot of property as well and in the uk it's very natural and normal for real estate agents to also manage properties for their clients as well or there are a lot of managing companies yeah, that yeah. manage yeah. Uh, portfolios for clients and a lot of people buy property not to living it or just to have somewhere but also to make a business out of it and over here more times i think people buy property to either live during the holidays or um to just rent out to like a family and uh, or for them yeah to live inside which is the big difference that i found here and and in london i think it's more because london you can't afford to just buy somewhere and then just leave it empty yeah. so you mean in romania also the people don't rent it out they just leave it empty or they leave themselves. it empty or they just have it for themselves yeah, yeah, whereas yeah. in london you actually rent your own place you have and then to you otherwise you have a huge yeah. yeah 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 maybe that that could be a fact but it's interesting i never hear that the people buy apartments and then then just leave them empty yeah. i think that's going to change though the more romania becomes a bigger country and and where people want to go for work and everything else like that a lot more people would need places to stay and a lot more people would have an eye out and say, well, this is a business idea. Do you think? There is another thing about Romania and UK because UK has been UK for as long as... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, For us, real estate is simple. You have some money. Just buy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Put it in something safe. It's not going to crack down. Yeah. What do you have? Two or three apartments, they're there. If I want to sell them, I sell one. Mm. Uh, and usually if they rent it, rent the apartments out there that now there's a new vibe that I'm getting. There are many people who are uh, getting into the rentals, especially the new generation, mm-hmm. which is now coming 30, 40, yeah. which started making money. They are post communists yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. the, uh, they are just, uh, hearing about the ideas of renting capitalism and how to make everything roll from US and other uh, more developed countries. And they are uh, renovating the apartment, they are giving uh, an apartment that you can live in. When I was in university, uh, I mean, they even now you can find crappy apartments yeah. that yeah. they are rented. And it's a good business if you look at it. If you take an apartment, renovate it, and then rent it, probably you're even at a two-bedroom apartment, you're a hundred k in easily, mm-hmm. yeah, or around there. At an old apartment, you just pay sixty thousand. Somebody can live in it. Yeah, I rented fifty euro less than a normal apartment or a hundred, but I didn't invest a hundred. I invested sixty. Mm. yeah yeah and also over time it's better if you long term it's better to to renovate it this is the new trend that is going in the market and i think this is something that will happen Mm -hmm. but uh you if you come to romania and you want to rent something uh there are two websites usually all our clients who are coming here exactly (laughs) do you know why why because you have the map Oh yeah, that's that's the reason yes. why I love those two. Yeah, that's the reason why I loved it because I was just drawing map. a map out. Yeah, and then exactly. I would I would yeah. find apartments in exactly there. Yeah. We're actually often on there for for our clients. You yeah, know, when the students coming and, and we need the map because we we ourselves we are studying ourselves on our university. We know the area. We but we don't know the street names. And secondly, yeah. when we have people from other universities in other cities in Romania, yeah. we need to see. Okay, 
there's a university, how far apart can it be? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's exactly where we spend our time. There at. is OLEX, but yes. and you have another thing with OLEX. Storia is just OLEX. Probably, I don't know about them. Yeah, it's, it's like another company, exactly like uh, Anuntul, but they put all of their advertisements on OLEX. Oh, I see. Mm. But I guess you're talking about just people who, natural persons who just put their own apartment Private on. people yeah. who just put it. Exactly. Even an Anuntul or, or um, mm -hmm. Immobiliare, we are talking about the same people, but on OLEX, one, they don't charge you a lot, but they don't have a map. So you need to take each announcement yeah. and see. And sometimes you search write. for the address and they put the address, they put the right address, but, but they put it in. Yes. Yeah. 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 All yes. the time. Yeah. Yes. Everyone uh, right now confused. OLX is actually like the Romanian eBay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's uh, there. It's crazy to search for apartments. I mean, on OLX, I'm sure you can have some bargains or whatever because yeah. people may just, you know, if they, but it's no. And for expats, there's another thing with OLX. Uh, usually, if you don't know how to go on Immobiliare or uh, OLX is for people who don't know usually English. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you can have also a big language barrier. I don't know how you guys uh, manage the language barrier. I know that you go through the first year of Romanian if you study in yeah, Romanian. We, we, yeah. speak, we speak a bit, yeah. You speak very good. No, I, I heard you on the video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you can go to the, um, uh, your last video was about the um, Christmas market. Yes. Come on, you're speaking there like an actual. <laughs> yeah, thank like, you, thank <laughs> you, thank you. Yeah. Oh, you watch our videos. That's very yeah. nice, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic, good. That's fantastic. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, there was a brief overview of the uh, situation here. I mean, we're not in the position yet, but hopefully one day to also dive even more into it in Romania. Yeah, when we do want an apartment, no, we're going to be uh, I don't know if you... Uh, I know that you both are at uh, medicine, and I know that you're at dentistry and you're general medicine, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Good. Um, on dentistry, there is a, a channel in Romania that blew out. It was like, literally, it blew out. Uh, it's called Dentistry Hub. Yeah, someone yeah, sent it to us. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a guy, and I really appreciate what he went. He just threw threw out the curtains of the business and everything, and the cases that he's doing everything, and became transparent. Yeah. And clients didn't see that before in dentistry, and usually when you go to a doctor, he's very so sober and everything, and yeah, yeah. just a bill, and this is what you need to do. Yeah. And he's human. Yeah. And when you go there, like being everything so friendly and being used to the person who is on YouTube, uh, he's very popular. And yeah. I feel that there is like an untapped area mm -hmm. that you can develop a business in Romania. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I already have my plans for the future, <laughs> just to say. Um, but that is definitely something, I mean, I, I myself, I do in the university, I treat patients, I also can offer the people free dental uh, uh, cleanings and uh, checkups. And we always mention it in the, in, when we go live and also people come around and it's a whole different uh, dynamic when mm. the people actually know me from the videos because they can come as patients. And for them, it feels already like they would know me completely, mm. which is a good thing, you know, because as a dentist, you are used to a lot of people, but for them, it's always like go into the dentist. But then that's actually, I think it's a good, very good what thing. What kind of um, patients do you have? I'm very curious. The ones that recognize you. Expats? Mm, also. Also, yeah. It's, Interesting. It's basically really everything, like every age, uh, yeah it's it's and no i'm referring the ones that come and know you they know you and they come ah, you mean like this the ones the ones that come through uh when when i'm saying when i'm shouting it out on the videos they just message them on instagram so it's not that i have patience and they recognize me it's that they actually come because they know me yeah yeah very nice yeah i guess it's, it's the same thing for you as well since you guys do a lot of videos on youtube yes. um the people must feel so at home and comfortable. very comfortable yeah. coming to you for advice and, and for help as well. Yes, and we became something like a one-stop shop 
you come with a problem and we go from, I don't know, company to immigration to general taxation. I don't do, I don't know, tax modeling or something like that, mm-hmm. but I refer to accountants or tax specialists that can do that. But getting in a room with somebody who can give you a whole plan, like mm-hmm. this is what you start with, this is, these are the steps, and it will take you like, I don't know, eight, nine, ten months. They understand from the beginning, and yes, uh, I felt that going onto YouTube and being uh, present there, uh, when clients come, they are more uh, trusty. Trusting, yeah. Yeah, we have a pre-built trust Mm -hmm. that we have, and we also try to have all our clients uh, happy. We're now like 120 reviews on Google Maps. And I saw. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome work. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And it's like a visit card that it's not like in the old days when... Yeah, you, you have the one one lawyer and you just, you know... Or somebody that... Do you know somebody? And you just go on a recommendation from somebody else to... Word by, by mouth. Yeah. 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 Now it's something more transparent and it's not just one person that endorses you and we're very grateful yeah. for everything that is ha- happening now and it's much more transparent. The yeah, whole process. Good. I think it's great because on the one hand, the people are providing better service because they know that peop- the talk is out there. Like, you know, like you said with your recommendations, uh, with your, um, how you say? The reviews. Yeah, reviews. You know, people would write something bad if your service isn't good. And back in the time, of course, it also speaks around, but just to a certain extent. And now the service gets better because you, when you're transparent, you have to be better. But on the mm-hmm. other hand, you better can reach the clients. And I think it's a great model, especially in the future, if you uh, grow the YouTube even more and more. And um, like you said, it's more like a like like a shop where people just go for a f- few uh, occasions i think that's a great model actually to, to go for yes and i don't know you cannot i mean if you're very keen and as i saw you guys you are very um handy with what you do with the students and you probably learn the whole pathway from getting the studies recognized yeah. to yeah getting uh, the application for the university, mm-hmm. getting the approval from the ministry, getting mm-hmm. the visa, coming here, getting the residency permit. It's a long process. I mean, uh, all of this, if you look partially what we do, if you have enough time, probably you can find it in the YouTubes. I mean, mm-hmm. we share everything we know and we're just transparent. But from case to case, we just put... Uh, for the client, we do the whole process, like whole thinking, the whole everything. He just goes on a right to say so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a more relaxing thing for the client as well because not everybody has that time to just take three, four hours or four days of their life to go searching through YouTube everything and have to write down information, addresses and things like that, which is why companies like yourselves are a huge benefit even for us yes as well we we couldn't we didn't manage to do everything by ourselves when we were starting the company yeah we had to go to a lawyer and and, and get some help because we look we need some help give us yeah. <laughs> give us something yeah we thought we can just do it ourselves yeah uh, the com- it, it, it's very funny now uh, sometimes uh, we have i have clients that come and uh, i want i don't know company corporation is it difficult for me, no. Yeah, for me, it's simple. I mean, this is my job. You could do it on your own, and then I'm like, oh my. And they're gonna wait for you. Yeah. See you in one week. <laughs> how is how is the taxes and everything else like that changed? Like you did say at the beginning, there is a huge change coming in 2023. Well, uh, in 2022, we had three uh, percent. If you opened a standard company, didn't do anything yeah. on that company, you had three percent on uh, revenue. Yeah, and one percent with employees. And one percent with employees. Starting with 2023, yeah. the three percent goes away. Sixteen. Sixteen percent. Yeah. And now the question is. No. <laughs> <laughs> the question is. Uh, is it okay to employ yourself? Is it, it does it make sense financially speaking? Mm-hmm. And you must make the calculations, but usually 
starting with, if I remember correctly, um, uh, the minimum salary will increase. So this year it's 500 euro, next year it's going to be 600. Uh, I don't know the calculations under 600, but under 500, if you employed yourself, so you are the business owner, you are the uh, employee, it makes sense if you uh, earned more than 30,000 euro. Okay. Because then you just get the same taxation level or similar, but you would get uh, health insurance and uh, social security, you get pension. Mm -hmm. Uh, if you don't employ yourself, you get nothing. You just pay taxes. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you have another employee, you just double that because the taxes in Romania for salary are 42%. Yeah, and Yeah, they're very high. And you need to hire somebody else, anyone who you wish to hire. And as long as you make 60,000 per year, you'll be better off employing somebody than just paying taxes on the 16%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for smaller companies, like who have like maybe one, two, three people, or just one person, it's better off for them to start hiring somebody and then uh, for the next year, because then they'll be paying less on taxes. You need to have a good business plan starting from 2023. You need to, uh, for example, if you incorporate a company today, uh, you have until the 31st of December to get that decision if you want to be under 1% or 16%. Mm -hmm. And you can change that. It's not something like, oh, uh, yes, my business is doing better than expected, so I'm just going to go on 1% from tomorrow. No, 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 it doesn't work that way. You're going to be stuck with 16% or 1% until the 31st of December. and then Again, of the next year. Yeah, Actually, you can go from 1% to the 31% if you are without the employee for more than 30 days. I mean, there are many ways that you can lose the 1%. But you can't gain. Exactly. And you need to take so, that decision from the beginning. So, okay. So, yeah, I think, uh, honestly speaking, if we are a bit transparent, that's actually what we're also going to do with mm -hmm. the 1%, 1% before depends, the end of this year. Depends what you expect. I yeah. mean, if you know that you are going to be around 30,000 or more, Per year, go with the 1%. You get health insurance, yeah. you get many things that... Uh, and you get the pension. It's not something great, but uh, if you stay 15 years here, we give you like 200 euro minimum pension. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Lucky us. <laughs> Lucky us. <laughs> it's okay. You can go in um, Thailand. Yes. 200 euro will spend a month yeah yeah <laughs> better than nothing yeah be it is it is it is yeah. it is it is um yeah that's awesome i think loads of people at home will be like really 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 glad with this kind of information about not only starting companies um, but that there's an option for non-eu nationals to actually start a company yeah. and, and there's like a and the trend is actually going there yeah. because i can tell from the german side where our tech situation in general uh how everything works with finances and uh, yeah, let's say just making having our own business in Germany is not as nice as it had been a lot of years before, and that's why the trend is actually going. I think that a lot of companies is leaving are leaving Germany and are going abroad to uh, yeah to enjoy the tech situation there. Yeah, currently we have many IT companies that are coming yes. even from Germany. Yes, looking back, we have quite a few clients from Germany. But even non-EU, as uh, you mentioned earlier, we have many non-EU clients, that, but usually non-EU want the residency attached. Mm -hmm. And now, starting with 2023, uh, residencies for non-EU also changed. Really? <laughs> really? Explain that. Um, so <laughs> in the past, uh, you could open the company and you could hire yourself pretty easily as the company director, and they'll give you a one one work permit to say so to come to Romania with a DTI visa and start building the company. Now they looked a little bit better. It was like a big route for Naniu coming to Romania. And they said, okay, from 2022, we are going to request economic activity for all businesses coming to Romania. Mm -hmm. So, uh, now, even if you build a business, you need to come with a business visa, with a travel visa first to Romania. Okay. And then you start 
the company, you start having economic activity and apply for the work permit. Without mm-hmm. starting the economic activity, they will not allow you to get the D-type visa and the uh, residency permit. Mm-hmm. How, how is the residency permit getting in general over here? Like for people who want to come and study or come and work, is it gen- is it very difficult? We have loads of people who are like, how hard is it to actually come to Romania? What do you mean by hard? Like for people, let's say let's say non-European, because European people is generally quite easy, you know. The yeah, ability I made of it myself. Movement. It was yeah, it was okay. But non-European people, non-European people who want to come here and work, how's the workforce like accepted? Yeah, for working because yeah. for students it's pretty easy, you know, because we, we you get just accepted to the university. Acceptance, uh, acceptance letter, and then that's it. But if, we, if if I want to work, but I don't maybe have started the business yet or yeah, got the job yet. Usually it goes as it's for the US, you need a sponsor. The sponsor needs to be, for example, the sponsor for students is considered the university Mm -hmm. in a way. Mm -hmm. The university says, okay, the acceptance letter is like, yes, I know Yeah, this person and we take responsibility coming to our country. Mm -hmm. He uh, provided enough proof that he is fit to study in our uh, university. For work, you need to find the business and the business needs to have economic activity. Now, starting okay. with 2022, economic activity is judged by uh, physical headquarters. So you cannot have a company with a virtual headquarters employing somebody because where is he go- coming to <laughs> yeah, work? Where, where is he yeah. going to go? Yeah, exactly. Um, so headquarters, second would be... Um, Preferably an employee already, mm-hmm. just to show that okay, you yeah, have it's a, a company. Business, yeah. You have an employee. You understand what employment is. Mm-hmm. And thirdly, it would be um, contracts, invoices received, uh, invoices issued, income received in the bank statement, and everything. And you can okay. go with all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they are very strict with the work permits. I mean. In the past, they were more like, oh, okay, you have income, yeah, with your work permit. But now we had many companies who sold the work permits. Ah, oh, okay. okay. I don't know if you guys noticed, but there are many expats on the roads and you can find them each and every day and many are li- illegal. There was a boom and I understand that Many companies which fulfilled the conditions to get the work permit, got the work permit, but didn't employ the person. Mm-hmm. He came to Romania with the visa and everything, and he was like, okay, you came, thank you. Because they started selling the work permits. The employer got an incentive to hire with the work permit, and my strong recommendation now is like, if you find a good business, if you want to come to Romania, find a good business, do your due diligence, and don't come to, I don't know, uh, the shop around the corner that is doing, I don't know what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Is that mean? Does that mean that? But the people must have known then that they were coming, that they were just buying yeah. their way into the yeah, country, yeah. and they thought that okay, I am buying this, I am getting into the country, and I am uh, going to find a bit uh, work. I, yeah, yeah. Direct some sort of black work or yeah. something. Yeah. Not black work. No, just working. Like they say, come to to Microsoft or whoever. We give you the job. Here's your work permit. With this, you apply for a visa. Then you come. They're like, yes, I have a job. I can start working. Then they are like, you know what? We gave you the opportunity to come to our country, but we don't want you to work for us. What I was saying is that wouldn't people? I, I thought it was a, like an agreement thing that people know that they they're just buying their way inside the country. They yeah. know that they're not going to be working yeah. here. They that knew that happened. they were not working for that company. Yeah, they oh, knew okay. that they were. Yeah. They're just gonna find their way here. Yeah. Or they were just like, oh, okay, work permit. Uh, I don't know. I have even clients that are with higher education. They are coming to Romania, and yeah, I didn't want to work there because I'm highly qualified. I wanted to come to Romania and open my own business here or something like that. Mm. And starting a few weeks probably months ago they changed the whole procedure for changing the work permits changing the employer okay now for example if you came to romania and you 
uh, stop your work agreement by resignation, not by uh, mutual agreement. Mm -hmm. uh, resignation, just be sure that everybody has the proper terms, is when you come to a job and you say, oh, I don't want to work here any longer. Mm -hmm. And you have like 15 days and afterward, uh, afterwards the contract just stops. Yeah. Um, in that case, if you do not have the agreement of your former employer and the resignation is with less than one year from the, when the employment started, you need the express agreement of your previous employer in order to get another work permit at another employer. Okay. okay so yeah, it's getting tougher and tougher and um, immigration, at least from my point of view, you need to be very strict with everything. And you guys went through immigration as, uh, do you have non-EU clients? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, non-EU, they, you know, they have a different file, you have a different yes. file. And for example, for non-EU clients, now uh, we, had, we had a client in Ilfov. We applied in February for him. He got the appointment at the immigration office in June. Wow. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, there are many things that are getting worse and worse from my point of view, mm -hmm. and things need to change. Why, why do you think it is that it takes so much time? Is it the case that more and more people want to come, or is it the case that things are going to change or changed already? There are a lot of people who are here. Mm -hmm. The infrastructure it doesn't. So, yeah, exactly. can't hold it. Yeah. He cannot hold it. Um, in 20... 2014, 15? Mm -hmm. No. Oh. Um, uh, 16, 17, when we started everything, we had around 10,000, 30,000 work permits per year. Okay. Mm -hmm. 2022, we had a hundred thousand new. Wow! <laughs> yes, when, it's been ten tenfold, uh, and you can't you can't keep yeah, up. Yeah, I think it is basically. Is it also that people like Romania is like the first the gate to Europe or the European Union? Could that actually be the case? Some see it like so. I don't see it like that. Um, Why do you think then that it's it's gone up by t like ten times in a matter of a short period of time? You're from London, right? Yeah. How do you feel living in Romania? Love it. Why? You're more free. It's cheaper. Uh, oh, cheaper. not on the E. Okay, so let's, uh, let's get on the cheaper side. Yeah. Um, how much would you spend in UK, in London, going there? Could you live on a, a thousand euro per month? By myself? Coming as an, just think of yourself as somebody who is coming to London for a job, a thousand euro per month. Oh, no. 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 <laughs> what? You're living on the streets. Yeah. Oh, I'm a king. Okay. So you see? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's very big discrepancies. Um, at least, as I understand from some of the people we are working with, for Southeast uh, Asia, which have the majority of the employees that are coming to Romania through work permits, they find Romania very good. They have the possibility to go to, I don't know, Singapore, Australia, even other countries which are better, uh, Dubai, EA, uh, yeah. EAU. Um, but they like Romania because they come here, they get a lower salary, but mm. at the end of the month, they, you have, have more, more. more. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. And they can send more home. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's a huge thing that I think loads of people don't think about. It, you, loads of people, the, so, yeah. they just go off the salary. Exactly. Maybe you can, you go to like, um, let's say Germany and you see yeah. 3,000 yeah. uh, euros per month. And you're like, wow, this is huge. Yeah. But then when you look at the paper and you see how much you're spending on rent, how much you're spending on taxes, yeah. how much you're spending Employing on this and people, that and that kind of and stuff. that. And then after that, you want to have a look at how much you've saved and how much you can send back or start uh, putting away towards your family or your, your future kids. It's nothing compared to yeah. maybe if you had a much lower salary, 
but you are you didn't have such high expenses and you could yeah. save a lot more yes that is actually the case i think that's the case with most people the people who come here like us as international students or friends visiting first moment it's like incredible so cheap mm -hmm. but then of course the thought comes of like wait if you would live here full time and you don't have your parents at home or your 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 banks who give you the credit to study you would actually then get also the lower salary. Mm -hmm. But the point of the expenses is really wh what matters, like rent. And I think it is not at all in relation to, to the salary, especially when you do when you do um, work where you are an expert in. Like let's say you are a doc, when you studied especially. Yeah. there yeah. Because there, Bucharest is, you can, I think you can earn more as a dentist, as a very good dentist in Bucharest. You earn more than everywhere in Germany. Because and you save more as well then. Yes, exactly. Even if you earned the same amount, you would yeah, save or a bit more less. here. Yeah, yeah, you would save more here. Yeah, that's actually... Yeah, yeah my point fact. of view, and couple that, for example, if you're an entrepreneur with the taxation level... Mm. On I, top of... Well, yeah. I have clients which are coming from Europe or and usually Europe, and I ask them from the beginning, okay, Tell me what are you expecting to do to understand which part I'm going to put you in and what we are going to discuss about. Mm -hmm. Because if not, you you need two or three hours to discuss every possibility. And I have many clients who are coming in. Yeah, I'm doing a hundred thousand euro per year. Two hundred thousand. Mm -hmm. Couple that with the expense level of Romania, the tax level from Romania, and then. You do in a year what you do in Germany yeah. in two or three years. You yeah, get. that's all, like you, you for sure know Andrew Tate or not. I don't follow him, but you I know, know who he is. you know of him. Yeah, because he, he, he's saying exactly the same. He's like Romania is safe. It's a nice country. The people are lovely. Isn't he a Romanian? No, no, he's he's an American British guy. Yeah, but, but he, he moved to here. Bucharest, and he was just he was just looking. Where do I actually, where's the best place to have my whole um, enterprise and all my my money? And then he just decided, okay, we move to Romania. Yeah. Christ. No, I don't follow him. I know about him. I'm, mm. I'm not living under a rock or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just that he's not my type of guy to follow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. no, we understand. But it, I know you have a video going. We do. <laughs> it's very funny. We just asked because yeah. nobody really has asked that kind of question. You know, he's, he's very big on social media in the past months. He he's was, the big, he's the most good person since month. Yeah. And so he's planet. moved to Romania and which is like, everyone was like, where is Romania? And what is Romania? What is this all about? Why is he moved there? And so we asked the Romanian people how they found him. But that's that's a by story anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, a lot of rich people, a lot of people who do have money, and you're seeing it with your company as well, are deciding to make that move because of those reasons. Because you can save much more yes. here. You can make eighty thousand here um, and save a lot more than somebody who makes I don't know, let's say even one hundred and twenty, one hundred and fifty thousand in Germany with the same amount of workers. That as well, we forgot to factor in how yeah, much salary. you pay for your workers in terms of salary. And on top, compared. how do people work for it? Because yeah. if, if you employ someone in Romania, let's say you, you have a very good running company and you say, look, I give you 2000 per month. The people are more than happy about it and they are hardworking. While in Germany, everyone has like a minimum of, of like as when you're finished with your apprenticeship, 2000, everyone's like, my work is so shit and I want to go there. You know what I mean? Because there the social system is so perfect that everyone has this good life over generations and everyone forgets the other side that can happen and romanians still know the side everyone here knows how bad life can be with with a small amount of money no health insurance and, and all we that, had that. 2008 which yeah. was quite recent and romania was hit very hard yes uh, <clears throat> for example in the us if you go and look on the charts everything dropped 20, 30, 40 percent, something yeah. like that. In one year, it was back. Romania, we dropped 80 percent. My goodness. By golly, I wouldn't have wanted to be here in that time. And we just got the 2008 levels in 2019, 2020. Wow. <laughs> it took a long time to recover then. <coughs> Very yeah, long sorry. time. Yeah. Uh, we are still in the developing phase yeah. and yeah. everything is developing. We don't have even all our um, 
public uh, institutions fully digitalized yet. Yeah, we, yeah. Know, we know. Yeah, which is... <laughs> But it's it's nothing where we are uh, complaining about, I think, because it's a, it's a nice country. And for me and for everyone coming here, the best thing is it's a country where you can see it growing. You actually... Yeah. I'm living here for four years. The neighborhood, I lived in two different places. And how much it changed is just unbelievable. The people take... Really? Depends. No, if you lived in Ferentari and then went you know, where yeah. you're no, living no, right he's now. He's, he's talking about talking the about same neighborhood, one, how it changed. Itself. So the first one got constructions oh, improved okay. and then I moved to a different one, the same. And also what I realized, which I really, really like, what we also already mentioned, that the city, this whole system of the cleaning the streets and whatever is working very, very well. Here in Romania, in Bucharest at least. I can't talk about all cities. Oh, you can though. Look at Oradea and other places which yeah. are even cleaner than Bucharest. Yeah. yeah. Oradea is something apart. Uh, yeah. In Bucharest, we had uh, about the cleanliness. We had a big uh, public debate two years ago in District One. Mm-hmm. They just started having uh, protests from the cleaning companies. Uh, a, a new mayor came and she said that, okay. Uh, this is too expensive. We are not paying for this. We, I'm not paying. I'm getting another company go. And uh, <laughs> they were like, okay, you don't want us. You don't pay us. We, we all will not Just pick up the, the trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now everything is clean. It's okay. We didn't have, I mean, I know the stories about New York that in summer it stinks. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I, I, I imagine it can. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we don't have, I mean, depends where you are going. We also, as I mentioned earlier, there is a part in Bucharest where you don't want to go. Of course. Yeah, of course, everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. But, <laughs> everywhere uh, in Bucharest. No, no, there's everywhere. <laughs> every, I think it's main capital, main capital kind of places. Yeah. Everywhere in a main capital, there is one part where you're like, it's don't go best. there. It's not yeah. the best. Yeah, but it's quite far away. I mean, it's not yeah. like the center of Bucharest. No, no, yeah. no. no. Yeah. Uh, it's there are some places where I don't know you don't want to go, but and the cleanliness it's not they don't want to go yeah. there either. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's everybody. We yeah. all don't want to go there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when we were children, we were making fun of those uh, areas that you go with your or car and you're living with your uh, steering. Oh wheel. my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I have though, funnily enough, I have seen a video of one guy from the UK who went to one of these areas in Bucharest. Oh yeah, there is one. And actually, it was kind of cool. He had a kind of good reception over there. But I guess it could be also because he mm. had a camera around. And he had and a he guy was, with him. Yeah, he had a guy who showed him around. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he went where I'm thinking of. <laughs> no, it is. Yeah, it is. It is where you think. There's only, I think there's one main two place. There's There are two places, but there's one main place in Bucharest where it was like, People Which generally, Ferentar people don't want yeah. to go. Yeah. Rahova as well. People, sometimes people don't want to go as well. I w- I've been there two, three times. I think I've, I've been to Rahova as well, but I've never been to Ferentar. Yeah. Uh, Rahova is speaking too. Even if you say Rahova, there is parts of it that are actually yeah decent. Yeah, uh, it's split by a street that is coming from Alexandria. Mm-hmm. What is like north of that street? It's okay because there are flats and they. The area is okay, but what is south starting going to Salajan, Ferentari, Salaj? Yes. Uh, those are houses with very poor people, very um, little income. Uh, they don't have money. Yeah. And yeah, uh, the good part is that they are struggling. I mean, I know people from there who... Um, I have the term in Romanian. Uh, they overcame their situation, yeah, mm-hmm. and they move forward. But it still is. I mean, the people. I I don't know the statistics, but I see that everything is evolving. Even when I was little, it was more. Uh, was worse. Yeah, it was. That's worse. good. Yeah. That's good. That's a good sign. That's good to hear. Yeah. 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 W- w- like we said, I think Romania is definitely on the way forward, uh, especially Bucharest and in the time. Yeah, living here four years, but we have people who had been here when they were young, uh, like especially the Romanians, and they say it's a difference of night and day. When they were young, the, the how you say, the turnarounds were just like mud, 
mud mountains and with like hundreds of dogs sleeping on them. Yeah. Oh, and they are yeah. all gone. I, I, I think in Bucharest I saw really non like non no difference to other cities, street dogs. It's like here and there there is one maybe. But not every day or every second day, not even once maybe in a month I see one. Mm. You don't have aggressive stray dogs. Even yeah. if you see one but they're not aggressive. When I was a child, each flat had their own pack of dogs, not one dog, wow. pack. And they are very aggressive. And I, speaking of stray dogs, I remember uh, when I was small, we had our flat. In front of it, there were no dogs, but I was beaten when I was very small and I had anxiety mm -hmm. of dogs and yeah. barking of me that I just gave, oh my God. And in order to go to the um, bus station, so we had the flat here to say so the bus station was here mm -hmm. and i would just go around like that the other way around <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah because there was a pack right between our flat and <laughs> like a gang with a knife like, wow give me your wallet yeah <laughs> yeah no yeah do you have stray dogs in germany i don't think so we don't have any stray dogs no, in the UK. not really i think almost i've never seen one i think me neither yeah yeah, the Romanians also too nice to them. I think they give them give food them a little bit stuff. of yeah, yeah, I, like I, the pigeons also. <laughs> yeah, every time I'm walking, like every time I'm walking here yeah, the, to I get some work done, yeah, there's 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 a flock of pigeons just always fed. I'm like, my goodness, I can't. I have to walk around them. Like, <laughs> I uh, it's very funny. Now we have our um, office. It's at Piazza Victoriei, mm -hmm. that area, mm -hmm. and we are like you know old building. It was built around. Um, 1900s or something like that. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, yeah, we have something like uh, wood paneling and so on. It's very beautiful from my yeah. point of view. So it's before the communistic. So it was a, yeah. a kind of a leftover that was not destroyed by the communistic era. Exactly, and not oh, uh, not nice. destroyed. I think it's even before the Second World War. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. right next to a famous museum, Georgienescu, that we have on Victoria. Really? Yeah, we know. I know where it is. Yeah. yeah, those houses are awesome, to be honest. I love it's not a house. It's like a block of flats, but our balcony just, when you go on the balcony, you look at the museum. The museum dark, mm -hmm. okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's ve very nice that you have, uh, one of the rooms has like a small balcony. It's like mo more like, I don't know, for aesthetics. I don't know why they built it there. <laughs> it has 10 centimeters. You cannot oh, do okay. anything there. But we had a pigeon, a family of pigeons that came there and I think at least three or four generations, they just put their nest there. We would Initially, uh, we would throw them out and then the next day uh, they took branches, it was there. <laughs> and one day, I think the situation got so sad for the lady pigeon, we threw everything out and then uh, we found the... Um, um nest and eggs now you cannot oh, throw them out yeah, <laughs> yeah right. and we left them there like three or four <laughs> generations were nested there wow <laughs> on our balcony uh, and you wanted to <laughs> yeah. ruin it so quickly yeah they're a little bit messy it is that's yeah, the just, best just done thing. a bit scrambled eggs next morning <laughs> I was the one in the office which was saying that and everybody was like, Remus, you're not scrambling the eggs. Okay, okay. <laughs> Scrambled pigeon eggs, man. That's crazy. Yeah, that's that's actually awesome. Yeah. Yeah, awesome, 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 awesome. Yeah, Romania is a cool place for us, definitely. Indeed. There are many pluses, there are even minuses. We're not in the Schengen area. Yeah. What yeah, what what do you say about that? Uh, I don't know. Politics. Yeah, probably will be there in a few years. But uh, do you really think so? If we don't have another drug now, mm. Mm -hmm. uh, now we are without the MCV. Even if something happened, uh, I know that Bulgaria had some problems and they wouldn't want Bulgaria in, so they wouldn't want us. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. Yeah. We have for the, we cross our fingers. We have for the best. <coughs> yes. Yeah. The best thing would be that we wouldn't have border checks uh, at the airports. That those are the most annoying things that we go through. Yeah. 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 But even if you don't have the border check, I mean, the border check doesn't take so long. It's more like the security check that yes. has the longest line. But I think still it's okay. 
I mean, I always like Bucharest. I can't complain. Yeah, Is me it? neither. I really can't. Compared, yeah, okay. For you coming from In comparison, London, yeah. yeah, I think it's okay. I uh, Bucharest indeed, it's okay. I've been to Hamburg quite mm-hmm. recently, mm-hmm. and the line there, I thought that it was the first time when I I thought that I am going to lose the plane. Ah, it was okay. It wasn't a time where uh, was it the summer in May. This yeah. Yeah, 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 it was the time. Wild. I think it was it was at the time already where they didn't have all the employees, and it was like endless lines. I was also there once. Yeah, it was like hundreds and hundreds of meters. Yeah, a bit crazy. I had to go to somebody and beg and say, "Look, <laughs> this is my plane. I'm going to miss it. Please, 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 could you please let yeah. me go in front?" And they were understandable. Yeah. And yeah, we got there lucky. just in time. Yeah, that's great. What are to ask you? Are there some Let's also talk some negative points in general, in your experience, especially, let's say, generally talking business-wise or um, coming to Romania or things that are more difficult for people. Yeah, any encounter, any like uh, negative encounters or bad things that could arise. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> we want the truth, you know, we, yeah. want, we want the wholehearted truth. We know of the positives and uh, and the incentives to actually start businesses here. But what? I will not give names, mm-hmm. but uh, be aware with whom you are collaborating. Do massive due diligence behind them mm-hmm. and see how you get along. We had two clients until now. Uh, for example, starting a business, the uh, you need an accountant in Romania. Yes. And the accountant, they, they shook hands, but they, it's one accountant in particular in Bucharest who just charges you like crazy. You can end up with a bill of a thousand euro or more. Mm-hmm. And if you don't pay it or you don't, don't get along with her, um, she will not give you your paperwork back. Wow. And yeah, we had a client who got the paperwork back and another client that she just didn't. How how much do you think? Because here in Romania, we, it's also the system that they charge monthly, is it? The accountants? Yes, they charge monthly because they work monthly. Mm, we usually refer some accountants, but we are not accountants. We don't, mm-hmm. we work with some. And at the end of the day, you can work with anyone you get along with. Mm-hmm. But the idea is that uh, if you need to know that person and to be okay. Sure, and yeah. Yeah, or know over a good I, I don't know. There are just like uh, some evil persons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, how much do you think for a normal business, like let's say the business earns 50K or something? Yeah, yeah. How, how much should they charge? Because that was also something for us coming here very different because in the first moment we were shocked uh, that actually they charge per month because we, what we know is you give your work depending on how much uh, the month had been or how much work they have to do they just bill you but then when we hear like it's always a fixed price even if you don't earn anything that month um, mm-hmm. what would you th- say is like an average price usually they have a minimum that's the fixed amount that mm-hmm. um, you're talking about but uh, the idea is that you have at the end of the month invoices received, invoices issued, bank statement which matches, and uh, cash, uh, register cash checks. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and based on that, they do uh, something like uh, an estimation and they give you a price. Depends. I mean, there's, there is like a service industry. What we did in our business, and we saw that it works very well, uh, we have uh, fixed prices. Uh, I don't care about now who knocks on our door or what happens. I know the price. This is the price. Yeah, if you if accept, you want, yeah, come I, I don't yeah. st- stop to yeah. haggle to say so. But uh, if, when you go to accountants, I saw that they are just looking one month if they are overworked they can give you a higher price if they are mm-hmm. underworked they will give you a lower price and so on yeah mm-hmm. and that's why usually and it also depends on the personality mm-hmm. you, i had clients getting along with one accountant and not getting along with another which with whom i get along very well 
And I'm like, I don't really care who you go with. These are free recommendations. They didn't do goof ups in the past. I trust them. If you want to see with whom you get along and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know in general. So you, I think accountant and lawyer, those are like, yeah, it's the main important to have someone good to actually support you during, especially abroad. Um, yeah, having your business there because there you can't actually you have to trust someone like in, in the information that he's giving to you. Yeah, indeed. Uh, from we have clients who are coming and not having anything, but it depends what you need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. I think that uh, rounds up the the podcast this episode. Yes, that we had today, Ramus. We thank you so much. You've you've given us more knowledge than you think. You've yes. really um, imparted a lot of wisdom onto us, onto our viewers as well. Yes, and yeah, could you shout out where people could find you as well? Uh, on YouTube, you can find us on RNR Partners Bucharest. We have our own channel. Uh, on, we have the website rrpb.ro and Google Maps RNR Partners Bucharest. You'll find us there. Yeah, so if, if you guys are European or even non-European nationals who are looking yes. to find some lawyers in here to give you help, as we, as Rema said, R&R part, Partners Bucharest can help with everything. They're yes. one-stop shop. So if you have questions on anything or you need help incorporating... In small service, anything. you're struggling, like, like we did in the beginning. Yes. Trust us, save your time and get the help. Yes, because it's then you can put your time into putting your business further yes and uh, get the expert exactly all the links will be down below as well inside the yes. description so don't worry about that yes. and yeah thank you so much thank you for, for coming us. around thank you for inviting me yeah you're you're welcome yeah um, yeah, yeah. everyone right now listening don't forget to leave your review in the audio apps yes, and to the people tuning in from our second channel romanian life don't forget to subscribe give it a like as well and then see you guys in the next episode hopefully with the next guest But before they do that head over to our main channel as well yes. where we have awesome videos on our adventures here in romania yes uh, our travels everything fun uh, to see how awesome life is here in romania if you guys want to come and visit or even come and live or yep. do business here exactly perfect then see you guys next time and ciao